0: it certainly has been an interesting week. Uh, welcome into the Final Score Podcast, everybody. We'll, we'll, we'll get to all that in just a second, but on this week's episode, we'll talk to Dom Nichols, uh, star defensive end uh, for the unbeaten Oakdale High School football team. Uh, we'll talk to Dom about his upbringing in sports. Uh, big guy, uh, 6'6", uh, 250 pounds. How, how, did, how did he get so big? Um, and uh, we'll talk to him about uh, playing football at uh, the University of Michigan next year. Uh, So a lot to talk to Dom about, um, and we look forward to doing that in just a couple of minutes. But my man Alexander Dacey is here with me this week, and uh, yeah, uh, just a a weird week with with this whole uh, Brunswick uh, football situation. Um, uh, Coach Jerry Smith will not coach um, this Friday uh, for the Railroaders' big game against Walkersville. Uh, Brunswick, of course, one of two unbeaten teams left in the county, along with Oakdale at 5-0, and and they have a big test with Walkersville, a, a team they haven't beat since 2010. Uh, they were 5-2 and last year, played Walkersville, and they lost 35-0, uh, even though they recovered and eventually made the state semifinals. So a big measuring stick uh, game for Brunswick this week, and they won't have their head coach why we don't exactly know cuz Frederick County Public Schools will not say um, the thing you have to look at is the score last week uh, they beat Clear Spring 75 to 3 and uh, you, you have to wonder if that score uh, pl- played a role in some some sort of disciplinary action we're not we're not even sure he was officially suspended we we all all FCPS has told us is that he's not coaching in the game we we don't know officially why but if you put two and two together, you have, you have to think it may have started with that score.
1: And I know the MPSSA this year has started to put an emphasis on, I guess, not "quote unquote" running up the score, which is one of those gray area things that's just so hard to define. It's like what is and isn't running up the score. And like Brunswick, I I, I know um, I know from uh, what you've what you've kind of been finding out that they put they obviously put backups in last week, but it's like. They don't have enough numbers to put in a Yeah, to, they're all A, they're a school. And this is 1A so,
0: versus 1A. It's not yeah. like a this is not like a 4A school versus a 1A. This is apples to apples, 1A versus 1A. Two small schools, they don't have enough players. to re- entirely replace their lineups. And how could you tell a backup player who doesn't get a lot of chances to play? How do you tell them you can't try basically? Right.
1: So I think it, and again, like I said, it's just it's just one of those things where it's so hard to determine like, when is the right time to say, and then, you know, when, it, or I don't want to say stop, but like when is the right time to like pull back or like I've pulled, or on the flip side, you can be like, I pulled back all I can, but this just keeps happening, you know, because we're, because our guys are just that much better. And even our back, even our backup second, third right. stringers, and, and, you, so. and
0: you don't, you call running plays, you don't call passing right. plays. I, I know that was a bit of an issue the week before in the game against Tuscarora where maybe a couple of late passes were called. And Jerry, he apologized to Tuscarora uh, on X, formerly Twitter. Uh, he he reached out to Tuscarora and said, hey, that shouldn't have happened. Uh, it's my fault. And he also spoke to Ryan Hines, the Tuscarora coach, uh, personally, he said about just the way that game ended. And that was only a 35 nothing score, which most people wouldn't think is that um, egregious. Uh, But, yeah, I mean, you get into the question of what's an acceptable score, like 50 points. Is that acceptable? 60 points. I mean, and is it really the coach's job to be worried about the other team's feelings and and sort of policing how – uh the the game is going again you could put in backups uh there is already a running clock in high school football in maryland the second half once the score becomes 35 points or more so like what what more can can they be asked to do
1: and i think and i and just to be clear again because there's because everyone's being very tight-lipped about this we don't 100% know yeah if clear spring even complained or if this was just like a that, from from the top down, or what sort of mechanisms happened? And get we don't to this know point, if this but, is the reason why Jerry yeah.
0: is not coaching this game. We 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 don't even know how much the score uh, factored into it. But not knowing anything, and and knowing there have been sort of been issues with the Brunswick score the last two weeks, it kind of leads you down the path that maybe the score played a bit of a role. So, uh, Jerry, we asked him on a number of occasions. Uh, he would not comment on it. Uh, he would not even confirm whether he'd be not coaching in this game. He wouldn't even say that. So, uh, yeah, it's it, 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 sort of being tight-lipped about, about all this is weird, too. Uh, it, it's weird that no one could just say what's going on. Um, but, but, yeah, very unusual situation with Brunswick, and I wonder how, how they're going to cope. Uh, we, we, we don't even know at this point who, who the interim uh, coach will be for Friday's game. Also, to be clear, it's a one-game suspension. Uh, FC- FCPS said that uh, Jerry will be back next week with the team. He's run practice all week like normal. Uh, he, he he was running practice on Thursday after this decision was apparently made. Um, he just won't be at the game and will be back with the team next week. So uh, apparently it's not officially termed a suspension, but you could look at it as like a one-game uh, suspension. Um, so yeah, you, you just wonder what sort of impact it will have on Brunswick, who's trying to knock off this, uh, Walkersville, uh, team that's been struggling lately. Um, but, but it's a big game for Brunswick cause, uh, it, it's a chance for them to prove how far they've come.
1: Totally. And, and I think this is, I mean, we, we kind of did look at the schedule. We're like, okay, always Walkersville, Middletown are like the two prove it games, but this is the, this is, I know we were talking about this, I guess a week or two ago on the, the pod, but. This really feels like one of the first years in a while where one, if not both of those are gettable for Brunswick with the right. talent they have, with the way they've been playing and with the way those two teams uh have been playing. Though I know Middletown uh, picked it up a little bit last week against Oakdale, but still it's um yeah, it it, it definitely throws a wrinkle in things. Um, you know, again we'll, we'll we'll I guess we'll kinda have to see if I mean that this in a way is is really like like yeah, they they, they got they got dealt a Dealt a, or I guess the the team itself got dealt a bad hand. But like this is this is your sort of ultimate test, right? Because if if you can beat Walkersville without your head coach, I mean you're you're probably looking pretty good the rest the yeah, rest I mean, of the they're, way, they're, at least in still, the regular they're, they're season. There's still so. Fort
0: Hill to contend yeah. with, Mountain Ridge to contend with. I mean, one A's got some really uh, form, formidable teams. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mountain Ridge beat Frederick High, so right. it, it shows you how good some of these uh, schools smaller schools in the western part of the state are and brunswick will have to go th- uh, through them to ultimately get to where they want to go which is back to the state semifinals and even a step or two uh, beyond that um so yeah we'll, we'll we'll see what impact but i've been looking forward to this game really all season just because can brunswick hold their own against a team like walkersville a bigger school with a rich history and a team they haven't really fared that well against. Is is this, does Brunswick have a good enough team to actually win a game like this this year? And the whole coaching wrinkle sort of uh I I don't I don't want to say dampers it maybe Brunswick will rise up for their coach and 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 play a great game and win, but but it could have a negative uh, impact as well. So uh we will have to see, but it it's just been the weird story that's it sort of developed uh, over the course of the week here um in another uh action last week uh Oakdale beat Middletown Alexander you were there and Mid- Middletown I thought hung pretty tough yeah and
1: and and not not so much I guess um on the defense side because Oakdale was just sort of you know scoring at well kind of as expected but really on offense they were they were grinding out long drives they were um you know Oakda- Oakdale wasn't they weren't it wasn't a ton of three and outs Oakdale wasn't necessarily putting them away. Uh, and Oakdale also had a couple special teams blunders that uh that that really that Middletown took advantage of. They um uh li- at, right after Oakdale went up 14-6 at the end of the first quarter, the very next kickoff, um Middletown turned it 99 yards for a touchdown and uh Chase Maine he was pretty much untouched going into the end zone. Uh so there was a breakdown there and then uh, in the third quarter, um after Mid- Middletown got the ball to start the quarter, then punted away. Uh, and then oakdale they they muff they muffed that punt, middletown fell on it, scores a touchdown later a little bit later on so you know there was there were some some oakdale mistakes, some middletown playing well, but yeah, i mean it was definitely given how middletown i guess like i mean they had three very tough opponents to start the season, but they didn't look they didn't really look all that special in those first three games and they i mean they lost all they didn't get blown out in any of those games but they didn't they didn't look great um especially on offense. Uh, and then they were, I mean, they were down double digits late against Boonesboro before rallying um, the week, the week before, but then against Oakdale, they, they held their own. So things might, things starting to come together. I know uh, um, when uh, Britt Poffenbarger uh, was, I know he, he got hurt the, the game. I was at a couple weeks ago in and He got rolled up on. Um, and so he was out against Boonesboro and he played a little bit. Uh, they kind of went with like a, like a almost platoon situation um, at quarterback against Oakdale. So, you know, TBD, TBD on what what that looks like going forward, if it's going to be like a rotation or a, you know, Britt will be back full strength. But yeah, no, Mid- Middletown was, did, didn't, it's weird to say they lost by 17 and they impressed me, but they did lose by 17 and impressed me. Yeah, against
0: yeah. one of the best teams in the state in Oakdale, obviously. So, so yeah, I mean, I would say that's an encouraging result for Middletown as we head into the uh, rest of the schedule here they play Catoctin this week and and Catoctin's a team they typically beat uh Catoctin lost uh, a tough one to Clark County Virginia um uh, 21-14 last week so that ends Catoctin's two game winning streak and now they face Middletown as they uh, <clears throat> try to get back on the winning track not a lot of not a ton of surprises elsewhere Frederick beats Walkersville 35-21 on the road walkersville i mean they returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown sort of a prob- been a problem area for frederick so far because that's that's the second opening kickoff return they've uh, they've allowed uh, for a touchdown and even uh, coach pat cadden said after the game that we haven't been playing maybe some of our starters on that opening kickoff but but that but that's about the change because uh we, we, we need to tighten things up because Puts you in an immediate hole, and it's such a huge momentum play, uh, giving up a touchdown on the opening kickoff. But, but Walkersville, uh, three losses in a row now. Turnovers have been a major factor in each of them. Turned the ball over five times against Frederick last week, that which resulted in 28 points for Frederick. And in a 35-21 game, I mean, that, 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 that's the game right there. Um, they, they fumbled once on, on on the goal line. They got down to the one-yard line. Um, lost a couple yards on a subsequent running play, and then and then a pitch a went awry, and Frederick recovered it. So that's, that was a huge swing in momentum there. So uh, <clears throat> you're not going to win a lot of games when you turn the ball over five times. And uh, if they play another sloppy game against Brunswick, Walkersville will actually lose lose that game uh, to Brunswick. Um, Urbana falls in a close one to Churchill. Um, uh, Ligonor beats Tuscarora, uh, 42-0. And South Hagerstown beats TJ 48-36 in, in, in a shootout. And uh, MSD, uh, uh, they, they crushed uh, Valley Forge uh, Military Academy last week in Pennsylvania. Uh, and St. John's Catholic Prep had a tough one in their MIAAC opener. They fall 42-6 to, to uh, Severn School. So that's uh, week six. Uh, week seven, it's hard to believe we're – I'm sorry, that was week five. Now we're talking about week six. and It's still hard to believe that we're already that far into the season. Uh, we only have, what, three games left in the regular Four, four games, yeah. Four, four games left game left game in the regular season. The season. So, uh, and, and it's an all-county week. Uh, we have um, – uh, Ligonor, uh plays uh, Frederick, uh, a game you will be at. Uh, TJ um, they play Oakdale, uh, will be a t- will be a tough one uh, for TJ uh, for sure, uh, given how good Oakdale is. Um, Tuscarora uh, they play um, Urbana uh, this week, uh, Catocton in Middletown, and then Brunswick in Walkersville. So so an all county week, uh, St. John's uh, Catholic Prep. Um uh they uh g- gosh uh who who do they face? Uh, uh Fairmont Heights. Uh, Fairmont Heights, right? They go down yeah. to uh, uh Prince George's uh, County. Prince George's County to play that and MSD um they uh host Randolph uh, Macon. Uh, Randolph Macon uh, Academy uh in Virginia. So um, so yeah, so, so that's a uh, week, uh, six, uh, coming up, uh, for high school football. Any particular things you're looking for this week?
1: Um, I mean, again, we have three pretty competitive games, I guess, at different levels. Like you've, you've got Linganore Frederick, which really feels like a battle for who's the second best team in the County. You got Brunswick Walkersville, which feels like a battle for who's maybe like the fourth best team in the County. And then you've got Middletown Catoctin, which are probably in some form or fashion, seven, eight, six, seven, six, seven, eight, somewhere down there. So you, you but they're all going to be kind of close competitive matchups. And again, the fact that I know, I know last year we, I remember it was also pretty late. It was around this time when we started finally getting weeks where just everybody in the county's playing each other. And I think, I think most of the rest of the weeks from here on out are like that. There might be one or two um, out of County games, but it's, we're, we're going to really start seeing all the teams, you know, start beating up on each other, which will, which will be very, Telling, I think, for you know, really how things shake out, but yeah, no, I, I mean, each each of those each of those three games is really what I'm really what I'm keeping an eye on, and obviously, I'm going to be at Linganore Frederick, so so that uh, that'll be the one that'll be most you know kind of most uh important to me imminently, but um but I think
0: Linganore L- 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 Frederick, that's more or less been your theme for the week, so far, yeah, well, it? so
1: this is only my second Linganore L- Frederick game. There was a brief period where I was consider where. We were looking at the schedule because I guess Linganore and Frederick, uh, the way the schedule shook out, they were playing each other in a lot of different sports this week, uh, and there was a there was a a moment where it looked like I would maybe cover three or four different Linganore Frederick games in a variety of sports that obviously did not happen because i was like that's that's a lot of it's a lot of those two schools in one week but yeah
0: you, you were you were pleading for a little variety and uh, and we gave it to you
1: yeah so um but but i have uh, I have obviously have them friday so uh, uh, i guess we didn't even mention this uh, rick connor got his 200th career win at Linganore yes, last week yes, so
0: yeah a noteworthy achievement in the win over uh, tuscarora uh, for sure so. so
1: so yeah i mean you know this will probably be i'm guessing because Linganore's already played Oakdale. So this is probably Linganore's toughest remaining game and it's a ro- and it's another road game too. It's at Frederick High. So, you know, Frederick Frederick beat them last year. Maybe Linganore returns the favor. Um for their I would mm. say they're favored but uh, the, probably the not key, overwhelmingly the key to the so. the
0: game will be can Frederick slow Ethan Arneson and Linganore's running game. I, I, yes. I if they if they could do a decent job stopping the run mm. Frederick, with their speed and their explosive playmakers, right. they, have, they have a chance to score some points and win. But if they can't stop that running game, which which they struggled to do in, in some games this season, other games they've been better at, at doing it. Uh, but if they can't stop harnessing in the running game, it's probably going to be a long night uh, for the uh, cadets. Um, I'll ask you about flag football here in a minute, but uh, it was a noteworthy soccer week on both the boys' and girls' sides as us as uh uscarora uh, let's try a uh, tuscarora mm-hmm. and uh oakdale uh played um on the boys and girls sides um boy the the, the girls uh, oakdale proves that they are in fact the best girls team in the county this season uh they win three to one to improve to seven one and one and on the boys side it was uh Oakdale as well right I know Tuscarora one nothing, one nothing Tuscarora okay is Tuscarora the best boys team uh it,
1: they did lose to Urbana uh last week so I would probably right now give the nod to Urbana um it's weird because Urbana did lose to Oakdale a few weeks ago so that right now those I guess are the presumed top three teams and they've all you know beaten one and lost to one so it's kind of it's kind of a weird toss-up um i i will actually throw a bone i we're recording this thursday night um tj actually did just beat oakdale tonight um so maybe and i know tj tj's only lost us to urbana so maybe they're also throwing themselves in the mix a little bit but i i would say right now probably urbana Tusker are are one two in some fashion i mean we we've uh may, maybe maybe brunswick because they've sort of turned it around a little bit but yeah, it's a it's it's a weird year with boys soccer. I know I I kind of alluded to this I think last week, but there's no team that really feels like a standout like we usually have. Like yeah, because their
0: band is like what five and four overall. Yeah, or? and
1: and granted, a lot of that's against a tough schedule, but still, there's no team that really feels like they're they're sort of rising above the rest. There's a lot of pretty good, but nobody who's very very good or great or elite. But they're on, but then there's also not on. There's no no team I would really say is like bad. Like I think our worst, I think our worst team, putting that in air quotes, right now, I guess record wise, is probably Frederick. But they took both Oakdale and Linganore to double overtime, and <clears throat> they have a couple decent wins. So it's it's not they're not even like bad, right? They're just there's not they're just not you know winning those those close ones, but. Yeah, it, it, it's a I, – I, again, I don't know if I see a state title contender in, in this bunch like we did last year, but um, the no, nobody's bad is the thing. Yeah. It's all competitive.
0: Uh, a volleyball note I want to make note of is that Urbana, uh, which has been our dominant team as usual, uh, Jerry Burge and his crew, uh, uh, were 8-0 uh, heading into Thursday night's game against North Hagerstown, but North Hagerstown has been a state power for many years running. I, I'm not sure that Urbana had dropped this set. Um, heading into that match, but uh, North Hagerstown got them uh, uh, three sets to one on Thursday night. An
1: improvement from last year when both those teams won a state title because uh, Urbana got swept in that game, in that um, I believe they, I believe they got swept yeah. in that match last year. So it is it is <laughs> weird to say that that a four set loss is an improvement, but it is an improvement. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, how are things on the flag football front? It seems like Urbana and Ligonor remain on track for that battle of unbeatens
1: yeah so they 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 end the season against each other in rival rival rivalry week god I can't say that word sometimes um yeah and so Urbana Urbana's got a schedule that ramps up a little bit in October they they had Tuscarora this week and they um Tuscarora I mean Tuscarora give them credit they weren't they were not they were no pushover um you know probably the most athletic team they faced since uh since since Middletown in the season opener and uh, they, I mean, again, they 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 held them, they shut them on defense. They they pitched a defensive shutout in the second half, and you know, sort of held. You you know, it was a bend but don't break kind of kind of game for for a lot of it for Tuscarora. And even their offense, like, while their offense wasn't getting crazy sustained chances, they were they weren't again they weren't going three and out a ton. So you know, good performance for Tuscarora to sort of show like, yeah, okay, probably nobody's quite at Urbana's level yet, but they're not super duper far behind which is which is a good thing for them so um so that's good for tuscarora and then obviously urbana's like they they're they're clearly the best team um uh,
0: urbana only
1: six points allowed all season and LA, that was what, a pick that, six that was a pick six by catoctin <laughs> okay so so so
0: the defense is not allowed of point correct know, this season
1: correct and they're on um yeah so they they finish with brunswick oakdale and Lingenor. so um you know, uh, they'll they'll be they'll be Brunswick probably pretty pretty good, but Oakdale Langenor, you know, we'll we'll have to, we'll have to see how that goes. Maybe maybe one of those teams gets a yeah
0: gets a um defensive uh, uh, or offensive score. Like may like, you know, I mean, we didn't know anything because this is the first season for girls flag football, but um, I don't know if a lot was expected of them. I mean, it seemed to be the conversation was about Oakdale and uh, Urbana uh, prior to the season. Uh, but 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 Ligonier's quietly h- had a great year. Um, I guess we should have been tipped off uh, on an opening night when they scored uh, 50 points on uh, Walkersville. Uh, but the Legginshors team, uh, w- w- what do you know about them? So I've seen
1: them twice now, and I I think they're playing. Uh, I think they're playing Middletown next week. So I'm probably going to go see them again uh, there because Middletown's Middletown's our third best team right now uh, behind. Uh, Urbana and Linganore. But, yeah, I mean, they, they have a quarterback in Savannah Eans who's actually, like, played flag football for a little bit and in, in rec leagues and, and, and other stuff like that. So they actually do have a couple players kind of – and, I mean, I guess it's kind of all in the similar similar region of the county as, like, Urbana and Oakdale. So they're probably pulling from somewhat of a similar similar talent pool, if that makes sense. But she's actually one that has some experience – quarterbacking and and there's a couple other players who kind of have that experience and then and, and kind of like we've seen with some of these other teams you know they have some strong athletes in other sports especially track who've who've come out for this and are just very athletic in general so um they're they're they have definitely not been as dominant as uh as urbana has but they're winning their games and that's all that matters and again they'll you know Middletown will be Middletown will be a good good test this week. Uh but then I, I forget who they have after that, but then they finish with Urbana before the um uh before the like championship uh yeah. format. Yeah uh,
0: so. the the playoff format for <clears throat> girls flag is, is what?
1: Again? So uh top four make the playoffs which very likely right now is looking like Urbana Lingon or Middletown and then probably one of Frederick, TJ Tuscarora, um probably one of those for the fourth spot. Um but uh, so the top four will make the playoffs, and then it is uh, November first at the Ravens practice facility, where where they uh, the, kind of where the, they, the they kicked the off top, the season. The
0: top, the top four go to the Ravens facility. Yes. Okay.
1: So, uh, well, I think I think the way they're going to have it set up, at least this is what um uh, Nick Domalakis, the Urbana coach, told me uh, last night, uh, is that all the teams are going to go there to like sort of watch, support, all that. But the top four make the playoffs, and one place four, two place three in a semifinal. Uh, at the Ravens facility, and then, like, I think there's, like, an hour between games, and then the winners of those play the championship, so that'll be November 1st, it'll be sort of a big, and kind of a big blowout event. Well, what's the conversation you've noticed about Girls
0: Flag? Do people really like it? Yeah, I
1: mean, people are, you know, the, the first thing people sort of, you know, notice, or at least that I've, that i i found because i'm doing so many of these games i've kind of unwittingly become an expert in the press box and i have to like you know some also i'll help some people through through the games it's so new for everyone right and the 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 first thing i think that people you know look at is like oh the field's shorter uh and so so some of the little rule quirks kind of like we were the first week you know they're kind of have to adjust to it but when they do they're like it's really fun Right, it, it's a really it's a really fun. It's it's pretty fast paced, and, and you know a lot of these girls are really really good, and they're they're entertaining games, and a lot of and the 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 they've you know there have been some some more lopsided contests, but there is also a lot of close competitive games that are just genuinely exciting to watch. So and and, and I think the general takeaway everybody has is that this thing's you know kind of like we've been saying it just feels inevitable that it's going to blow up statewide and yeah will will be popular. So I think this seems like it's been a rousing success so far
0: <laughs> all right alexander thanks for joining us and when we come back here on the final score we will talk to oakdale's uh, prized defensive end on on his way to the university of michigan next year to play for coach jim harbaugh we'll talk to dom nichols next here on the final score Well, you can make a pretty good case that the best defensive end in the state of Maryland this season is uh, Dom Nichols, a senior at Oakdale High School. Uh, Six foot six, uh, 250 pounds of uh, speed and power uh, coming at uh, opposing quarterbacks. And uh, very pleased to have Dom on the program this week. Dom, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. Awesome. Uh, How'd you get so big?
2: Well, my dad is like 6'3, but my mom's like 5'11 5'10, so I think I got a bit of it from her.
0: Is, is there size on your mom's side of the family though or, or is it a pretty small family by comparison?
2: <laughs> All her sisters are like the same height as her, but her parents weren't like super tall or anything.
0: Okay, so you get your you get your height from your um from your dad's side of the family then. Yeah uh were there a lot of athletes in your family
2: um i mean they all played in high school but none that i know of played in uh high level like division one college level
0: okay But, but 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 where where do your athletic genes come from your father did your mother play sports as well
2: she was a really good basketball player in high school.
0: She was, and 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 you are too. So you so you get your uh, hoop skills uh, from her, right?
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I and, do.
0: And, and did your dad play sports?
2: Yeah, he played football and basketball.
0: He did. Okay. Um, was he? Was he as good as you at at football and basketball? Not that I know of. Okay. He, he
2: tells me all the time that that he was pretty good, but.
0: Yeah, but but you 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 probably you probably passed him at, at this point. At what point could you beat your dad in basketball? Because it's always like a big moment for a kid when he, when he could beat his dad at sports. So when was that moment for you? Probably
2: eighth grade. Eighth grade. I could yeah I could consistently beat him.
0: And, and was he mad about that? Uh, did he th- still think he could beat you?
2: Yeah, he swore he swore that he was having a off day every time.
0: Okay. But 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 probably not, right? You you probably just uh, we were, we're we're better than him. But by the time you we were an <laughs> yeah. eighth grader, like like how tall were you? How big were you when you got to high school?
2: Uh, six three, probably six three. Okay, six two, six three. And,
0: yeah, and how much how much did you weigh?
2: I said I was I was skinny. I was like I was probably I was like six two, two hundred.
0: Okay. So so you hit a bit of a growth spurt um, uh, 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 since you've been in high school and, and and how did you pack on the how did you pack on the pounds just just lifting and and just just natural growth and what you ate and stuff like that? I
2: mean during the off season I get put on a meal plan and then we're lifting every day. So I mean you want to add clean clean weight obviously so that's what I try to do but I feel like this year is like really the year that I feel the most agile. I feel the best moving.
0: Yeah. And because you're, you're, you're pretty fast too, right? Yeah. Hey, have you worked hard on maintaining your speed while, while putting on some size?
2: Yeah, that was definitely important when you like, you want to add weight, but you don't want to lose speed. So that was definitely a key for me was keeping up with the speed training while I was trying to gain that weight.
0: All right. Oh, when you when you walk into a room do, do do i mean i i bet people notice do people comment on how big you are often when when you walk in a room
2: yeah i do get that a lot <laughs>
0: and, and, and how, do you just shrug it off now does it even phase you anymore or or, or I, how, how I got, do you react you, to that
2: yeah you get used to it at some point cuz i mean it, it's like a, anywhere i go like yesterday i went to Chipotle and some dude just randomly started talking about like he knew who I was.
0: He was. Were you surprised he knew who you were? I mean, it wasn't the first time, but
2: I mean, it's always it's always a good feeling when they know who you are. Right. So,
0: so, so people notice and comment about your size, and then uh, naturally, the first question is, do you play sports? Right.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And, and and what's the guess? I mean, you play both football and basketball, but but I bet they guess basketball first, right?
2: They do guess basketball, but some people think I'm I'm not skinny enough, so sometimes they'll guess football first. Uh,
0: they, they'll guess football first. Wow. So, <laughs> um, how is the season going? I mean, you guys are five and zero right now. You, you've been dominant in pretty much all your wins. Yet, you know, you're, you're the only team to beat or so far. You pulled out a close game there. How is the season uh, going for the for the team so far? Would you say?
2: I feel like. We're doing really well. Obviously, there's some things we can work on special teams-wise, offense, there's a couple things, and defense, there's a couple things. But I feel like we're pretty close to the team. Obviously, no one could – that's not just me, Hunter, and Evan. Like, there's – we've got good players everywhere. And I think a lot of it came from Coach Stein, what he had us doing over the summer, hard work. But, I mean, I think the biggest thing is that – We just got to practice hard every day until, I mean, obviously I want to win every game regular season, but I'd say the most important thing is winning every game of playoffs.
0: What was some of the hard stuff that coach Stein had you doing over the summer?
2: Man, he had us, he had us, the workout would start at seven. And if like, if you were, you come in at seven Oh one, he's telling you to go home. No kidding. That's yeah. That's always, that's not something you want. So. You get there, we call it bear time. You get there, fifteen minutes early, ten minutes early. That's what you gotta do, and then it's hour lifting, hour running, putting us through it every day.
0: What 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 time is bear time for you? I mean, how early are you showing up up uh, for these meetings and stuff?
2: Uh, six forty five, six fifty, just like everybody else. I mean, every everybody on our team did pretty well with that,
0: right? And I've heard about some of these legendary Oakdale uh, summer football workouts that are put on by uh, athletic trainers in the area and stuff. And guys don't always make it through the workout. Uh, sometimes they get sick and stuff. Were, we're, we're guys uh, pretty much getting through all the workouts this summer?
2: Um, I mean, I won't lie to you. Uh, I mean, I think everybody there was there were days where everybody was struggling. I mean, most most of the time we're making it through, but like. Even, I mean, dudes would throw up, they would go over to the side, throw up, and then start running again. That's just, that's the mentality that we needed to have going in the season. It's like, hey, what's going to affect us? Are we going to let this affect us? And most of the dudes said no, and they just kept working.
0: Uh, how were the workouts for you? Did, did you make it through without getting sick?
2: Yeah, well, I, I'm not, I never threw up. I'm not, it's not normal for me to throw up, but they're definitely, they're definitely hard. They weren't easy.
0: Even even for an elite athlete like you, you're saying, man, this is tough.
2: Dude, we were all Evan. Evan was struggling. Hunter was struggling. I mean, he, he was, he wasn't making it easy. He wasn't making it easy.
0: But, but you kind of want that, right? You kind of want it to be. Oh, you need that. You need that. Right.
2: You need them to push you. Right.
0: Right. Um, you say things you guys could get better and you have things to clean up. Like, what are some of those things? Cause you guys have played really well and looked really good through, uh, through five weeks so far.
2: Uh huh. Um, I feel as though we have like offensive wise against Milford Mill, I think we had four turnovers on offense. But we've, we've definitely gotten better at that. But there's definitely, we need to go a game without any turnovers. And, uh, defensive wise i feel like well uh we won't always do our job like uh d tackle won't run the stunt he's supposed to have or even me I-, I did this one time i didn't read the whole play card and i didn't run a stunt i was supposed to have i mean it just it's the little things just the little things
0: I- i'm curious how do people react when they line up across from a big guy like you
2: I mean, it really just depends who you're playing. I remember the first week I went out there against Milford Mill. I mean, it was like it was it was good for me going against a six-seven another Division One prospect. And he said, "I've been waiting for you," and I said, "Okay, let's work." And oh, he he
0: he said that before the game. He said, "I've been waiting for you."
2: (laughs) I walked out there. He said, "I've been waiting for you." I said, "All right, let's work."
0: Okay. I mean,
2: I felt. I felt like that matchup was won, and did, I didn't think it was close either. Yeah. So
0: did, When, when, when someone says something that like, like that to you, does that really get the competitive juices going? Where were you like just super fired up as soon as he said that? Oh
2: yeah. I love it. I love it. That's, I mean, competitive. I've just always been competitive, so I don't like losing.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Tell us how you became involved in sports. Um, I mean,
2: my mom had, she had me playing basketball before I played football. She was like, she was cautious about all the contact, but I kept pushing her. And then in fourth grade, she let me play for the Oakdale. It was pony team. And I got pulled up as a fourth grade play with the fifth graders. And I mean, I was, that's that's where it started really.
0: Were you always the biggest kid out there? Because there's like a weight limit for some of these like youth football leagues, right?
2: Yeah, there's. So usually I play with the older kids just to make it. I mean, even then I was close to the weight limit when I played with older kids, but I remember the one year I played with the kids of my age in fifth grade and before the weigh-ins I was running around in a trash bag to lose some weight so I could carry the ball because I used to play running back. Back in fifth grade, so you played. Run, you played. Year. You
0: played running back. Wow. Yeah, how, I used to play running back. How did how did kids tackle you?
2: We were pretty good that year. I won't lie. Not many did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, I was going to ask if you were typecast as the lineman because you're you're just the big guy out there and, and you're near the weight limit and those kids are almost always playing on the offensive line. I, I I was curious if you touched the ball or not as a youth football player.
2: Yeah, and as I got older. I was more of a wide receiver tight end, just depending on formation. I kind of shied away from running back, went there and then I played the end most of most of my life
0: okay uh but 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 most kids that you face aren't the Milford mill guy they're they're not going the d one schools they're they're not they're not six seven uh you, no. you you face a lot of kids who are a lot smaller than you so so when when they get up to the line, do you see it in their eyes or in their face or sort of how do they react when when they they' they have to block you? They give
2: after, I mean, after that first play, when you, when they like, you really show them what it's about, they, they give expressions and you know, like, yeah, it's like,
0: (laughs) what uh, what am I supposed to do?
2: (laughs) Yeah. He doesn't want to block me all game. So that's when you just, you got to keep going at him
0: Right. How how about the little DBs uh, when, when you're out there playing tight end and you're running across the middle and Evan throws you a pass uh well, what what do you what, what do you see in their eyes when 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 they have to tackle you <laughs> I mean
2: <laughs> all they can really do is try and cut my legs out
0: or, 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 does that make you mad like they're going for your knees and stuff like that and you can get hurt I mean obviously
2: it doesn't it doesn't make me mad it just I just know I got to be a little more cautious about that that's something I got to watch out for I got to protect myself Cause I mean, it's a part of the game. It's not a legal hit to hit me in the knee, right? I mean, maybe, maybe it's if it's kind of dirty, I'll be upset. But like, no. I mean, what? How else are they gonna tackle me?
0: Right. It, it, exactly. Do you sort of get a chuckle out of their expression and how they react to you? Uh, yeah, to it and... is
2: kind of funny. Even when
0: even when they cut me, I'm like. Dang, dude! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not that you're trying to be arrogant or anything like that, but you sort of have to have the mentality out there that like no one could block me, like like no no one's gonna stop me when you're yeah. playing.
2: That is, that's that. Yeah, not to be arrogant, that's just how you have to be. I feel like if you're confident in yourself, it just makes you that much better. I also tell, I tell, uh, Tame that all the time because that's my dude other DN on the other side of me and I, I only wish him the best, but he, he's good too. And I tell him you you just got to think this dude in front of me can't, cannot stay in front of me.
0: Right. How, how do you think your season's going so far personally? I mean, you've been in the backfield uh, uh, quite a bit so far.
2: Uh, I feel like it's going pretty well. I mean, I'm one off breaking the uh, all time sack record. So I'm hoping to get that this game. Considering I didn't have a sack last week, but it was Middletown. So, but yeah, I've been playing pretty well on both sides of the ball. Do do you?
0: Yeah. Do you pay attention to that stuff, records and stats and stuff, or you do you not care about it so much?
2: Like uh, when it comes to other teams, or
0: or your your personal stats.
2: Um, it it definitely, I definitely care about like our team record like that's definitely important to me and as long as we're winning obviously I I, I want to make plays to help the team but you gotta do what you gotta do to win so if I gotta sacrifice I mean coach Stein said most of the time they're gonna run away from you so that's where I I know where I'm gonna send pressure is the other side so I'm like I gotta take one for the team right here but yeah
0: uh, does that get annoying too like teams running away from you or do you really like sort of enjoy chasing plays down from from the from the back side there
2: um that might be one of the most annoying things i have to deal with
0: what just every just all the action moving away from you
2: yeah i mean there's only i can try and chase it down but there's only so much i can i can do from the back side so that's where you get to me flipping inside D-tackle, other side D-end. That's when I got to start moving around is to try and figure out where the ball is going.
0: Right. And, and how many teams have the courage to go one-on-one with you? I mean, I'm sure the Milford Mill was with their Division One guy. But um, how, how, how many teams are willing to let you go one-on-one and not double-team or triple-team you?
2: Uh, I don't think there's been one yet.
0: Everyone's double and triple teaming you. Uh,
2: Against Langnor, I had three people blocking
0: me. You did okay. (laughs) The tight end, the running back, the the lineman. It it was.
2: It was a tackle, the running back, and they pulled a guard to my side.
0: Okay, Um, do you sense the teams are like intent on not letting you like totally destroy the game?
2: Yeah, I do feel I do feel like that is part of their game plan when it comes to that. 'Cause the running back's staring at me before the ball's even snapped. So I'm like, yeah, he's gonna try and pass block me too, but you just gotta you gotta be like, I can't let that I can't that can't be an excuse of why I'm not getting the quarterback.
0: Right. Sometimes it's lo- it looks like you're in the backfield so fast, like that like you're ready to take the handoff. Like you're getting there like right as the running back is getting the handoff. Do you sort of get a kick out of that?
2: Yeah, I mean, that was also that's an as a DN, that's important. Your get off. As soon as I see that foot move of the lineman, I'm I'm going.
0: Right. I mean, we're only five games in so far, halfway halfway through the season. You guys have big goals in mind, but but do you feel that so far this has been your best football season?
2: Um yeah. So far I beginning of the year, yeah. I definitely ended hot with the playoff run last year. We were doing pretty well as a team and I felt I felt good about how I was contributing. But yeah,
0: to start off, this is definitely one of the best years. How were the you? Able, yeah, how were you able to crank things up last year for the playoffs? I mean, you were huge on that final drive against Frederick when they, after you guys took the lead in that dramatic way. I mean,
2: uh, oh, I couldn't really tell you. I just, I knew that we needed a stop, so I went. He, the, I guess he was tired, so I went that much harder at him.
0: Right. Because it seems like in the big moments last year, especially, like you rose to the occasion. Uh, do you play better in the bigger moments?
2: Yeah, uh, I feel as though I did. I mean, it felt like that. It felt like when it was really time to show what I was about, I showed up. But, I mean, I should be doing that all game anyway, so.
0: Right. At what point did you realize growing up that you were you had a chance to really be a big-time elite athlete? Um,
2: it was probably – I mean, I was I was always good at sports, but it was probably like – I thought I was going to play basketball for the rest of my life in eighth grade. I didn't play football in eighth grade. Yeah, I
0: was going to ask you about the football. Why, why football and not basketball?
2: Yeah, so in eighth grade, that's when – the weight came into play. I couldn't play with the older kids, so it was like, I can't touch the ball. What am What am I gonna do? So I, I took a I took a break from football and just play basketball. But I was like, I was running around with all these shorter kids, and I could just shoot shoot layups over them and dribble past them. But then we got to high school, and everyone's like, "You're you're so big." So I was like, I'm gonna go back to playing football and. They had me setting up accounts to get recruited and stuff. I mean, I'm not sure those accounts really ever worked. To be <laughs> did Did you ever click on them and stuff, or? I mean, I never, I never used them past that first day. But that's when I was like, yeah, I can actually get my college paid for it with this sport.
0: Yeah, f- football more more than basketball. Are, are you yeah. are are you a better football player than Hooper, or, or are you a better yeah. basketball? player? I
2: mean, maybe maybe if I really pursued it once, it was like. I can be, cause I mean, you gotta be play center at the pro level or the cause of You gotta be six eleven, six ten, seven feet. I'm like, I'm not gonna get that tall, so I really. Or you started, gotta
0: be able to shoot, Dom. You gotta be able to shoot and handle the rock. Can you? Can you do that? Yeah, and that was
2: that was not something I was as interested in. Instead of just me lining up against somebody else and trying to tackle somebody in the backfield, right? That's when I really. 100 football,
0: yeah. If you could just play one sport, r- regardless of how good you are at the sport, would it be football or basketball? What, what what do you enjoy playing more?
2: Oh, definitely football.
0: Football, okay, more more than basketball. I mean, you like playing basketball, but but if you had your choice, if you could just play a sport, regardless of your future or how good you were, anything else, mm-hmm. football would be your, your sport. Well, yeah. Wh- why? Well, what what do you like about football over basketball?
2: I was always able to hit people.
0: <laughs> oh, like right you, you could you could take advantage of your uh, physicality like it wasn't a foul to do what you were doing in football right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right um and, and when did the offers start to start to come in for uh, football the big time sophomore, offers sophomore, sophomore year? year yeah
2: yeah my first one was boston college and then it was penn state Right. So it's, it started off big. Yeah. How
0: how did you react to getting your first offer when, when BC uh, offered you, I mean, that's a big time football school planning a power five conference. I mean, what was your reaction when you got that offer? I mean, it felt
2: unreal. Like I didn't, honestly, I wasn't sure if it was actually happening. It's like, it's not, it's like a feeling I can't really describe that well. Like, it really did feel unreal. I mean, I just felt blessed in the moment, really.
0: Yeah, I mean, was it a piece of mail you opened? Was it a phone call you got or an email? It was a, it was a
2: phone call. Yeah. And then I, I, he was like... He called Stein and then he had called me and he let me know that he had an offer. And I was like... And disbelief, almost.
0: Yeah, I, I bet. And then they kept coming and coming and coming. Yeah, in. they didn't.
2: St- they didn't stop after that one.
0: Right? Uh, did you Did you think that was going to happen? Like once the first couple trickle in, and it's BC and Penn State. Did you think you'd get an avalanche of mail? Or, um,
2: yeah, well, they were telling me like Stein was telling me is like once you get that first one, they're all going to hop on. So I was like, I was just waiting for all the other ones.
0: Right. Have have you always aspired, Dom to take your athletic career as far as it can go? I mean, do you want to be a professional athlete one day?
2: Um. Yeah. If if I can take it that far, yeah. I mean, but going to Michigan, if I don't, I, I'll be okay. Yeah. Academic wise. So.
0: Yeah, uh, but but as a kid, did you say I want I want to play sports for a living? Like, was it always a big a big goal of yours? Did you dream yeah, of? I do remember. Did you dream uh, of playing in the Super Bowl or or hitting the game winning shot and stuff like that? Or
2: yeah, so they would like. I'm sure they did this for you, but it was like you'd fill out a pay. that it would like ask you what your job would want to be, and I I wrote NFL. I still have it. My mom has it somewhere. And, I wrote and, NFL on it.
0: And how how old were you when you wrote NFL?
2: I was in fourth grade.
0: Fourth grade, wow. Yeah, where where do you keep that? Is that is that framed somewhere or um or where, where do you keep My that paper? My mom keeps
2: it in her closet. She's okay. got like a whole, whole thing of right. old old memories.
0: And, and, and when you have you looked at that paper recently? Like, what well, like what do you think when you see that paper now? I haven't looked at it recently, but it was
2: it was a couple of months ago she showed me, and I was like, I really have a chance to do what i wanted to do as a kid
0: which yeah. is
2: also kind of an unreal feeling
0: yeah like jordan addison who you probably played against at some more i don't know if you played he probably didn't play against him but i'm sure you know jordan uh, who's from Frederick yeah. county went to tuscarora like that was his mm-hmm. that was his dream and his goal too to one day play in the nfl and and man he's made it come true so so it's awesome to be able to see that uh, do you have siblings dom or are you, you an only child or um i'm not an only child okay do your siblings play sports or, or how old are your siblings
2: all right, so I have three younger ones that live with me. So my younger brother, he's thirteen. He plays sports. Is he two, as bi- is he big?
0: Is he as big as you?
2: He's a, he's he's a tall he's a tall kid for an eighth grader. He's five ten. He's a thirteen year old.
0: Okay, so once he hits his growth spurt, is he going to be as big as you, or, or probably not?
2: That's what I think he's predicted. Because I mean,
0: I don't think he's hit
2: his growth spurt yet. He's been pretty consistently tall. So I think he'll be he'll come into his freshman in year six two probably.
0: OK, wow. And, and so so he won't he won't be far off 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 the track that you were on. So so you have three yeah. younger siblings that they're, they're all brothers or sisters or. No, or... the
2: two younger ones are sisters and one's two and the others almost one.
0: OK. And your brother is is, is younger, too, right? Yeah, he's thirteen. Okay. And then you do you have an older brother too or a sister?
2: I have two older brothers.
0: Okay. And 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 what do they do?
2: Uh, one plays basketball at Clarion. Okay. And he went to Brunswick because he's my half brother. He lived with his yeah, mom. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, and then my sister, uh, she goes to FCC. And then my older brother, uh, works for his mom's brother's company so, so, so you
0: come from a big family man i mean yeah uh, there's, uh, there's
2: quite a few of us right
0: <laughs> are you are you guys competitive uh all, all you siblings and stuff or or not really
2: me and my brother who good his name's brayden the one who goes to clarion we're competitive yeah we're competitive kids. yeah
0: and how how big is brayden uh, are you a lot bigger than him or
2: um no nah, i'm not he's probably six three
0: okay all right, but 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 you're better than him at sports, or um, you could you could beat him at most things, or um,
2: dude, it's close in the basketball game. I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, no
0: kidding. All right, do you, how often do you guys go one on one?
2: Every time I see him. Every time we get the chance. <laughs> okay,
0: <laughs> you guys. You, but but you but you probably. Could, do you use some football moves on him? Do you do you like foul him and like push him around on the basketball court a little bit? Or, I try. Uh... I try not to. Okay. I try not right. to. Because <laughs> he, he would probably call that stuff right. He's not, he's not yeah. gonna let you, he's not gonna let you get away with it. So yeah, he's not. Uh, no. uh, you mentioned you're going to play Michigan. Uh, you're going to Michigan to play football. Uh, they're the mm-hmm. number two team in the country right now. Just just how yeah. how how is it? Or t- tell me about accepting that offer. What that day was like for you, and 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 just how excited are you are to to go to Ann Arbor?
2: Um, I mean, it it was like a stressful lever almost. I mean that the whole recruiting process when it got to the end, it it was stressful. I'll be honest with you, it was it was getting like calls every day nonstop, and I was getting pressure to commit here money being thrown at you there was there was a lot of factors that would uh make it stressful for a 17 year old boy
0: yeah how how many how many offers would you say you got
2: i had 37
0: 37 offers and mostly power five type schools right yeah well was there a hard one to say no to was there a hard one to turn down
2: yeah, there were a couple, actually, when it came to saying no. I mean, it was it was really difficult in that end. It was like I wanted – oh, my God. It was Georgia, Clemson, Florida State, Kentucky, and Wisconsin were, like, the last ones I really was thinking about. And I ended up taking visits to uh, – I visited Clemson once, I visited Georgia once and then I visited Michigan twice, Kentucky twice and Wisconsin once. So the only one I never got ended up getting to visit was Florida state. But I mean it was like I mean they're all good at what they do. They're all good football programs.
0: Right, and they're all t- like telling you exactly what you want to hear and telling you come here and and they're, everything yeah, will be perfect. You. Yeah, they're all it's a it's a they're they're good at their jobs, right? They're it's a good sales pitch that they're giving you.
2: Yeah, it was definitely hard. It was definitely not, it was probably the hardest thing I've had to decide on, like just based off my future, what it was going to do for me that I've had to decide in my life. Right. And
0: and Michigan, number two in the country right now, uh, college football uh, playoff team last year. Georgia uh-huh. of course the the uh two-time defending national champions number 1 in the country right now so was it was it hard to say no to to, to Kirby Smart and uh, Georgia uh, g- given where they are in the sports world right now
2: yeah it, it was definitely difficult i went down there and took a visit i mean it was great i mean the downfall was the academics weren't as good as michigan's and i was going to have to wait yeah at least two years to play
0: Oh, two years to play. Okay, at Michigan. There's a, there's a faster path of the field for you.
2: I, I, like, I mean, I'm saying two years. They probably would have said like, I mean, they're having all dudes build exactly like me. They've got an infinite supply of them. They get the best dudes every year.
0: Yeah, you, you're you're not you're not unique at a place like Georgia or even yeah. probably even probably Michigan too. Who just oh, put no, a I'm not, who, I'm not
2: unique there either. But I felt like. I would uh they had dudes graduating that put me in a spot where I could get play time my freshman year if I enrolled early.
0: Right. What what are your academic interests? You you've mentioned that a couple times.
2: Um honestly, I I um registered as an undecided right now. Okay. I haven't I'm not sure what I want to do yet.
0: What what do you like doing in school though? Uh
2: I I'd much rather write an essay than take a math test.
0: Okay, so you're an English language guy. You you you're like, yeah. me. you 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 like stink at math and and, uh, <laughs> and and anything beyond like multiplication and division, addition and subtraction, it becomes a challenge. Because I, yeah. I was I was the same way. I'm 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 not a math guy either. So yeah. um, Okay, could you see yourself doing something like broadcasting or or journalism, or would you even be interested in something like that?
2: I mean, uh, like a sports ride.
0: Right? Yeah. Yeah, right. Like commenting like on, commenting commoners. and writing about games. Yeah.
2: Yeah. What a lot of those former players end up doing. I, I could see myself doing that, always being around the game.
0: Right. Uh, but what what was it about Michigan's academics? Because you, you singled them out uh, specifically.
2: They were top five. And they were top five public school. And then they are like, they were top in every, they have a really good business school. Right. So I was concerned. I was considering that. And then my mom was like, she's a nurse practitioner. So she was like, big into like, if you want to do what I did, they also had a good school for kinesiology and health stuff.
0: Can can you see yourself doing that too?
2: Yeah, definitely kinesiology. I'm not sure about her whole nursing thing.
0: Maybe (laughs) I don't,
2: I don't do good with, uh, other people's blood i'm fine with my own but yeah that, that's a
0: that's a problem for me too the the side of blood and if, and if you want to be a doctor i guess you're gonna to have to be able to handle it uh handle yeah it a, a, a little bit i can so. i can
2: see my own blood but like when it comes to other people's i'm i'm like nothing right
0: you. um so, so when, when when the football stops when whenever that is whether it's four years from now or 20 years from now and you're in the pro football hall of fame uh what, what, what do you see yourself doing
2: after football
0: yeah that's
2: a good question, man. Uh, I mean, yeah. Don't don't know yet. I'm not sure. I just know I I wanted to move back around my family. That's the only thing I really knew is that when it was all said and done, I was going to come back so I could be around my family.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what was it like walking into the big house for the first time and uh, meeting Coach Harbaugh?
2: I mean, it. That's like it's crazy. I mean. All the facilities are amazing. You go anywhere they're going to have great facilities. But Michigan's are definitely top of the line. But like like TV, rap-
0: TVs in the locker type stuff or um
2: dude, it's <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's like it really is crazy. It's like a four-star <laughs>
0: hotel or a five-star hotel, right?
2: Yeah, they'll, I mean, when you go there for your official, you're in the nicest hotel they can find. You're eating steak and lobster dinner. <laughs> yeah. Night. Right. It's, yeah.
0: It's, it's, but that it's like that everywhere, like you said. So it's like it's hard to yeah. say no. It's hard to say no, isn't
2: it? It is hard. It was hard to say no.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh but but when you walk into the big house, could you could you imagine a hundred plus thousand people in there cheering you on or, or screaming about something that you did in a game. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it was definitely really cool to think about that. I mean, you walk in there and you look around; it's like it doesn't look like most stadiums. It's like it's filled all the way around. Yeah, there's no gas. so it's like it's almost like a coliseum. Yeah, I don't know. So you got you got the noise coming from every direction you can think of, and hundred thousand people. I mean,
0: uh, reacting to one of your sacks. I mean, imagine yeah. that.
2: I, I it's definitely like a dream. Yeah, that, that's but you things you can dream of, right? Right.
0: There. Uh, coach Harbaugh, is he a pretty intense dude or
2: dude? He is an intense dude. We <laughs> went there, we went there on a visit and, um, I went there in the morning to watch like the D lineman workout. Yeah. And he was doing a workout with one of the players. And I was like, dang coach. And the, uh, other, one of the assistant coaches was like, yeah, I, he wouldn't make you do something that he hasn't done himself. So
0: but 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 definitely. he's but that's the type of guy you want to play for, right?
2: Yeah, for sure. I mean, I he knows the game super well, obviously since he's been there they've done really well. And I mean, getting to play under him, I mean, everyone on the staff is really good. He he hires good coaches at every position.
0: Right. So. Um, Aiden Hutchinson played at Michigan not long ago. He was the number one overall pick in the draft. Is that something you look at and say, hey, that could be me one day? Or,
2: Yeah, so currently him and Mike Morris, who got drafted last year, the Seahawks, were like, when I went there, they were my comparison because the they have two specific DNs. I'm strong side, so that's the bigger one. And then the other side is like the little bit of the smaller one and the faster one. So. I got compared to him, and I was like, "If I can do what he did, I'm, I'm set." Like, I mean, even if I do it half as good as he did, I, I'm set.
0: Yeah, and the dream on the piece of paper comes true there. So yeah. Um. Hey, we're about to run out of time here, but uh, when, when in a state title, I mean, how big a deal is that for you guys this year? After you came one win shy last year.
2: I mean that hurt. Yeah, that hurt seeing. I mean the worst part was seeing the dudes who aren't gonna have a second shot at it, seeing them after that game. But I mean that that's also that that fuels the whole teams. That fuels Stein coach Stein's fire, that fuels mine, Hunters and everyone on the team's fire just to work that much harder to get back there and win that game.
0: Well, hey man, uh, you got you guys have a good shot at it. It'd be crazy if you guys wind up playing like a team like Ligandor in the state final, right? All All, was, all, all, all Frederick be, County.
2: Yeah, I mean they're definitely a good team, and i I think I think they're they're pretty one sided. But that dude he, Ethan is a ball player, so
0: yeah. They're, they're, i guess you can be one side they're tough you guys you guys had to make a couple of goal line stands against them to pull that game out so
2: yeah that that's when uh we really showed how tough we were mentally we didn't just give give up and let them in so
0: yeah dom thanks a million for doing this man uh, great hearing your stories i uh, wish you well the rest of the season and we look look forward to seeing you uh, make make a push for that state title thanks for, thanks again yeah yeah thank you All right. My thanks to all of you for listening. Thanks to producer Graham Cullen for Alexander Dacey for coming on talking Frederick County sports a little earlier. Uh, That's it for us this week, but we'll see you back here next week on the final score podcast. Take care everyone.